Welcome to episode 116 of the Movie City Minax. On tonight's episode, we'll be covering Memories of Murder from 2003. Cool, Zen. We're doing a homework episode, and uh, tonight's uh, teacher is uh, Mr. Adam. Yeah, I had to get really it's prepared. Right. Come yeah. on, I'm saved by the. Come on, I'm moving city, maybe. Yeah. We save, should take that save intro. Saved by the bomb. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take nice. it and, and, and add our little intro in there. We'll steal it, but it'll be yeah. different, right? So we'll all dress okay. up. I'm pretty sure I'm the AC Slater of this uh, group. I'm Maddie. I think you're dressed up and not as AC Slater as something, some, uh, some keyboardist <laughs> from uh, Degrassi like, High or yeah, something. Who, not Judd Nelson. Who's uh, like. The punk kid. Yeah. Pants man. Yeah, pantsy. <laughs> pantsy. Uh, but uh, I'm Kyle. And I'm Adam. And I, I'm, I, I guess I, I'm kind of in Kyle's spot where I'm, I'm hosting tonight because we're doing our first homework episode. Which is, yeah, you, you can talk about what it is. Yeah, so the, to, on tonight's episode, we'll be covering uh, Memories of Murder, the Bong Joon-ho film that these guys have never seen. And because of that, I thought they should see that yeah. because this is one of the greatest directors of... I think the 21st century. And and pretty much what it is is Adam actually is standing by the chalkboard there with a large ruler. <laughs> and he keeps on hitting it, yeah. keeping, keeps hitting on hitting the it. palm of his hand. He forced us to watch this and like it. And if we didn't, you know, there, there was repercussions. He's actually going to make us stay after the podcast to <laughs> yeah. realize why we didn't like it. And write, <laughs> write, I write a 500-word uh, essay. So, so we'll get into that and, 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 you know, why I thought these guys should watch it a little bit later. But uh, maybe, maybe we'll just keep drinking our beers here yeah. and get into the new, new episode. Well, you yeah, guys were in school. Did beers. you guys, like, crack open beers or no? Is that just, like, a great nine for you guys? Like, when did you start drinking beers in school? <laughs> Ever or no? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're drinking some uh, Great Lakes. Oh, GLB, baby. Um, yeah, this is uh, the Monty's Mild, which is, you know... Quite delicious. And I like to get really rowdy, so I'm rocking coffee today. Oh, yeah, today. crazy. I don't, uh, pretty hardcore <laughs> that way. <laughs> you, you can just call it cocaine, man. We don't care. <laughs> like, you want to you like suss it up. Oh, yeah, I'm just having my uh, nose coffee, as you call it. <laughs> coffee and water, that's uh, that's how I roll. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I can start off. I watched a couple movies I wanted to talk about. This this one, I, I should have talked about maybe in the last episode. I watched it at the end of the year. It kind of, I think it's one of those movies that takes place at Christmas, but isn't really a Christmas movie. Um, Diner from 1982. Have oh, you guys awesome. Yeah, of course. I don't know if I've ever seen Diner. This so movie th- is star-studded, right? Yeah, it's written and directed by Barry Levinson. This is actually the first film he directed. But yeah, huge cast. Steve Gutenberg. 
Daniel Stern, Mickey Rourke. You you yeah. opened up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, Huge cat. Cat. Guys, guys, gather <laughs> round. Steve <laughs> Gutenberg. Put on your sunglasses. Hey, I did. I copied this. This is the list, yeah. the order they put it in. And Steve Gutenberg. I mean, to be honest, he's probably one of the main reasons I watch this movie. I'm a big Goot fan. Yeah. Now, um, Kevin Bacon is in this as well. So yeah, Kevin Bacon, Timothy Daly, Paul Reiser, and Ellen Barkin. Um, so pretty great cast. It's uh, it's pretty much like a, a hangout film, 1959 mm. Baltimore, and it's all these friends kind of trying to figure out their their point in life. Uh, Gutenberg is like this guy who uh, who is obsessed with football and the Baltimore Colts, and, and he's he, making his girlfriend do like fiance, a, a fiance before she marries him. She's doing a quiz, like all right, if you don't, if you can't pass this football and, and quiz, he's serious. I really? am not going to uh, marry, marry you. you. Yeah, wow, crazy. he's going to be heartbroken <laughs> yeah. in like a decade <laughs> when that team moves. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Stern is this guy who's obsessed with like music and record collection. And there's this great scene where like he, I guess, is he's looking at his record collection. He's freaking out because his wife put them in the uh, in order spot. the wrong the, in the wrong way. Um, which I don't know if you can relate to. I, I guess I'm not pretty. I'm not that hardcore. If if it was Becky, I would say just put it there and I'll put it back because I don't trust that you put it in the right spot. I've been ordered only. Is that he, he better all, or worse? Open this up with like, yeah, I'm not that bad. Don't touch it. You're going to touch it. Just leave it out. You're like well, a librarian. Yeah, it, 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 my order makes sense to no one yeah. but but myself. Like it's it's in order by like genre than like certain actors. and It's a weird order. But no, I don't, I wouldn't get all freaked out if she put it in the wrong way. But there's a great scene where I guess he's freaking out. Because she just wouldn't be allowed to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But there's a great scene where he's freaking out on his uh, his wife because she put them in the way wrong. And then he's going on like, you don't know what this means. Like, I can name who's on the B side of this record. He's going in all these like facts and like how this relates to this part of his life and everything, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, any like big music or movie enthusiast can probably relate to that scene. Maybe not exploding on your, your wife about it, but... Um, and Alan Barkins' wife, who kind of just wants to be a part of the gang, but like they always kind of leave her out of everything. Um, Mickey Rourke is in there. He's got all the he, gambling he issues. He some money, right, at this point? He keeps on, yeah, keeps on getting, uh, going over his head and he gets into some trouble by the end of this. Uh, and then Bacon is the alcoholic who, um, I guess he's, he's never... A, he's a prankster, right? He's never really grown up, yeah. but, uh, yeah, they're a great scene where he, uh, gets drunk, uh, in the nativity scene and he gets, like, in the basket of the baby Jesus. That's pretty awesome. And his underwear and he's just pissed drunk and they're trying to get him out of there. <laughs> Um, probably the most, oh, and sorry, I didn't mention uh, Paul Reiser's in there, and he's just kind of, he's kind of like the the most normal of the group, where he's just like he's always bumming rides off his mm-hmm. friends and food. Like they're seen at the diner, and he's just like, "Are you, you going to finish that <laughs> sandwich?" He's like, "Gutenberg's like, yeah, like I'm going to eat it. It's on my plate. I'm going to eat it." And there's like it's this really great interesting because Paul Reiser really doesn't act that much outside yeah. of like he does mad about you, yeah, and yeah. then you, you well, aliens. Oh, yeah. Right, he's in it. Yeah. But like, uh, that, uh, that's actually what, what I was going to say is like, yeah. he made Aliens and Diner yeah. a year apart and then just stopped. He just hated yeah. the. Uh, well, he's kind of like scene. the least interesting character in there, but he's also kind of like, I really enjoyed him in this. They didn't really give him much to do, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't have a star. He was just a dude. Yeah. Right? And then Daly's character, he comes back and I guess he finds out that his good friend, I guess they had a one night stand when they were away and she's pregnant and he's like, do I marry her? Are we mm-hmm. Should we add this kid? And they're kind of going through that. But the, pro- the movie's probably most famous for the Mickey Rourke scene where he makes a bet that he's going on this date with this, this hot blonde girl and... Mm. He he makes a bet with everyone that he's gonna she's gonna touch his touch his uh, penis or something. By the end, <laughs> thank you for so censoring that. Well, I, I wasn't th- I wasn't sure if it was like touch it or d- or do more yeah. than that, like go further. But so he actually cuts a hole in the popcorn. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and puts it in there, and then 
And then him trying to like explain, you know, how it accidentally got in there is great. But that that is one thing about this film. Like when I it's first watched you so it, many ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to the movies with Kyle, don't get the popcorn. That's all I'm saying. Or like Pringles. You, you've been fooled before. Don't, don't do the Pringles. Don't do the uh, hot dog. Like I should have felt after like the Pringles can. I should have figured this one out. Yeah, well, I'm but, just angry. I didn't watch this in yeah, high school. But yeah. no, that that's one thing. Like I think fool I, me once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw this like years ago um, in college, and I think like I was like, "Oh, these guys are kind of fun and cool guys." But when you actually kind of watch it now, and, and that is some of the reviewers like, and I, you kind of agree with them. It's kind of like Glinger, Glenn Ross. This is a movie where guys I think will enjoy and relate to, like just the conversations they're having the at the diner with their buddies. Yeah, but like the guys are kind of sleazy. Like Mickey Rourke does a lot of sleazy. Yeah. Like everything he's doing with the women, he's a sleazy guy. Gutenberg, the way he's treating his wife, like what yeah. the fuck? She has to pass this football test, or else he's not going to marry mm-hmm. her. And then um, even Daniel Stern is kind of a, a prick to his wife. So I, I don't know. When you kind of watch it, a lot of these guys are not likable. When you look at it from this that didn't way, even take place in the eighties. This is like nineteen sixties, right? It, yeah, I think it's nineteen fifty nine. Yeah. Takes place. So, so, but I, I don't. I love this movie. Like yeah. I, again, the, the conversations and like the banter. I think is it's just great. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I think you'll relate to it, even if. You don't necessarily you you'll relate to certain um, characteristics of yeah. each character, I guess. Even if you you know you're not going to be like I want to be like Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm going to give it uh, eight and a half. I, I love oh, this wow, movie. Yeah. Um, wow. I will say again when I was doing the review, I'm like, am I a terrible person for liking this movie that much? Does that <laughs> no, say like listen, a misogynistic dude? You're a terrible dude, person but, for so yeah. many reasons. Don't try to pin <laughs> it down. Reasons, yeah. Just accept it, baby. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, it's uh, it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Awesome. I mean, one of these days, maybe we'll have to cover it on a Christmas episode or something because I guess it could. Count. I guess it could be like a, like dudes being dudes. We could watch that. Yeah, the, we could watch Swingers. We could watch the Entourage movie. Days and confused. Yeah. Uh, everybody, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a great like just hangout movie. I think yeah. if you if you're in, into those movies, uh, Adam, would you watch? Uh, well, I I watched. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on these 2021 movies, and I watched Those Who Wish Me Dead, the new uh, Taylor Sheridan movie. Yeah. Uh, the director of uh, Hell or High Water, or the writer of uh, Hell or High Water, and Sicario, and he directed uh, Wind River as well. This stars Angelina Jolie, and it's it's this basically the story about um this kid and the dad that is running from these bad guys and then they they're trying to find their friend who's the the sheriff but also a survival a survivalist and they get out there uh very much in the taylor sheridan you know hard-nosed american uh, movies you don't get thrillers like these all the time and angelina jolie is this tough as nails kind of uh what a smoke jumper that that jump out of the the the, oh, the yeah, planes yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to uh, make sure the forest fires don't spread. Yeah, just like that movie Entourage. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how many times have I bring up Entourage? <laughs> oh, man. Quite a bit. Yeah. Is it was this her comeback film? Like, wasn't is this her first film in years? No, she was in Internals, wasn't she? But that's after this. Uh, that's after this. Yeah, uh, she hasn't been in much. Like uh-huh. some kids movies here there. Uh, uh, she she's good in this movie. The the movie it's like a throwback '90s thriller, really. Awesome. Like I could see both of you liking this. Um, I liked it an, enough. It it feels a little bit slight and and maybe yeah, the, underutilized. The didn't sell me. I think that was my problem. Like I watched the trailer. I'm like that. that there's nothing in there that stood out to me. It just kind of looked like I've seen that movie a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit more. Um, lived in characters like he's he's big on that and all but for me this is the worst of of kind of all his of run uh i'm gonna give it 6.5 wow. yeah it doesn't really bode well does it 
I went down this road of watching uh, documentaries about comedians. So like, I watched like this, uh, I guess, a miniseries. It was like a five-part episode based on the Comedy Store in L.A. Okay. About, like how it started off as a what's a Mitzi Shore was kind of running it. It seemed like a really shitty place to start. Like it seems like she was running it with an iron fist, even though so many like talented cats came out of it. It seems like it was like a. She's Polly Shore's mom, you right? You got it. You got it. it seems like such like a weird, toxic place to make comedy. Like it just seems odd. But like it was such an interesting story to hear about all these comedians kind of rising up the ranks and becoming famous and kind of palling around when they were nobodies. And then it kind of went into like the uh, '90s where it really got real shitty. And then right. in the 2000s where it even got worse. And does it go yeah. into the greatness that is Polly Shore? One of no, the probably no. greatest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Listen, he has like a. It was like. Five 40-minute episodes. He has like a five-minute interview. So it's a bunch of talking heads and shit like that. Would you believe me if I said I'm actually a Polly Shore fan? (laughs) Of course I would. (laughs) It kind of fits with the Chuck Norris. You said that that was almost like sheepishly like, hey, guys, I got something I need to tell you guys. I like like Son-in-Law and I like Encino Man. I think everything after Mm. that. Well, what about like in, the in, the in the army? In the army, now. I think they are in, are in the B- army. Biodome, you're not a huge biodome no, guy. I, never, I think again by that time hit that whole. You weren't a jury the duty. <laughs> shtick, how do you say it? Shtick? Shtick? Uh, I, I feel like that that was kind of yeah, played what out. Are some but of I, his, I think for like two movies. Uh, we in the Jews. We in the, the Jews. Jews. That's all. I, that's <laughs> yeah, all I remember. But yeah, I don't know. I think like that character was fun for a movie or two. Because I, I, I'd be, I don't know, I don't even know. Can yeah. I call you dad? I think that was the famous son-in-law line. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I yeah, don't know. When's the last time you actually watched a Polly Shore movie? It, it's, it's been. <laughs> it's, okay. But I, I think the last time I, like I watched, I enjoyed it. I think yeah. we saw, son-in-law was like on TV and me and Baggy had it on and like, I started watching. Next thing you know, I had right. watched like the whole. The <laughs> you were whole doing movie. your Polly Shore impression. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like because Encino Man, he's a side guy, yeah. right? Which is helpful because that's probably what his career yeah. should have been. Well, again, I think Encino Man and then suddenly he got to do the thing in one movie, and after yeah. that, it was like that's enough. So yeah. that's what I mean by Polly Shore fan. Like I liked him in one movie. After that, I had seen it all, and I didn't need to see more. Well, but I that get, one movie I is kind of until fun. you rewatch Jury Duty, and it'll change. Oh, your yeah, life. this movie's the best in the army now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was an MTV boy for the longest time. That's how he got his like he was a comedian, right. and kind of like all right. I, MTV I do want to see hip new voice of a generation. Um, what Polly Shore is dead? Have, have mm-hmm. you guys? I guess it's like this faux. He makes faux like a doc, and everyone's like, "Yeah, Polly Shore was an asshole. He deserved to die, and that kind of shit." Yeah, but, but I, anyway. I don't think it's that. So so. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> it was so interesting, and then uh, even like right now, it still seems like a shitty place to try to hone your craft. It's not like anything like the uh, Meltdown comics. It just seems like a, almost like a weird boys club. They're not really letting anybody in. But anyways, it was such an interesting doc about the uh, place and the the howled walls. So I'm going to give it a three point five. It was interesting as hell. So three point five? No, no, no. I'm, I'm on a letterbox. We'll say seven. seven. I was about, oh, that's a Danny, Danny score. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a letterbox in my head right now. Well, Danny would be like, that is one of the best documentaries yeah. I've seen this year. Uh, two and a half. Just I, because I would, it. I was 6.3. <laughs> just, yeah. It's, it's because of 6.3, just because like the funniest movie to me is a 6.3. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a two, two and a half. The sliding scale. <laughs> and uh, what else did you watch, Kyle? Uh, I watched uh, a little noir called uh, Crisscross from 1949. Uh, yeah, th- this is, is a. Is it a, a documentary about like a uh, lovable hip hop group that wore their pants backwards? Yeah, and they make is it you more like jump, Crisscross, jump? Crisscross. Oh, oh, yeah. What was that? <laughs> Strangers, Strangers on the Train. Yeah, and I was thinking of The Simpsons with that too. Uh, I guess th- this was before Strangers? Yeah, a year before. Yeah. So this starts Burt Lancaster. Uh, Yvonne Yvonne DiCarlo, who is most oh, yeah. known as Lily Monster, which was strange oh, seeing her 
without all the makeup, and she's mm-hmm. a very attractive woman. Uh, you can understand how she could, you know, be playing, uh, you know, multiple men are after her. So, uh, anyways, Lancaster is this guy. He returns. I forget why he was away, but maybe he went to try to do a get out of like everyone always wants to get out of town, make something yourself, but it doesn't work out. And he returns home. Uh, he wants to rekindle his romance with his ex-wife, who is uh, Lily Monster, of course. But she's with Herman Monster. <laughs> no. Wait, wait. Like, was that Fred Gwyneth? Is he yeah, in this? Because that'd no, be amazing. No, uh, no she she is uh, she is kind of like kind of on and off with this this mobster though called Slim Dundee. Um, but they start, you know, kind of getting back together. But all of a sudden, she disappears one day and marries him because she doesn't want to risk, you know, going down the path and not having. I guess he's got money and can offer everything. Mm-hmm. But again, that romance is still there, so they're still kind of doing it on the side, hoping they don't get caught by this mobster. But when they catch um, them in the room together, he has to come up with an excuse quickly, and he says, "Oh wait, I'm actually here to see you." And he's like, "Ah, why would you be here to see me?" And he's like. Because he's uh, he drives the armored truck and he says, "Well, I have a plan to rob this." Like no one, oh. and they're like, "No one's ever done that. That's crazy." You know, he says, "Yeah, but no one's ever had someone on the inside." So their plan is to rob this armored truck, and I won't spoil too much more because, of course, like the title, there's a lot of crisscrosses and double crosses, and and um, yeah, it's uh, it was uh, an interesting uh, noir. I will I will say that the problem I had with it is I didn't really care about any of the characters. None of them are likable enough or int- you know, even the ones that don't have characters are likable enough. Usually, they're interesting enough. Whereas I thought these, this guy, the lead was kind of like Lancaster. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't yeah. know. He wasn't that interesting for me. I, I feel like he's a guy that um, he he is more interesting as he gets older. Um, and, and in some movies, uh, like The Killers, I guess, and Brute Brute Force, which I just watched uh, over the holidays. The movie's so good, it doesn't matter because everything around him is so interesting, but he's yeah. just kind of like a hulk of a man yeah. at that point. Whereas he gets older, he he kind of has this like world wariness yeah, as an actor where you really buy it. And I, 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 I think probably by that point, he doesn't have it honed in yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think he was necessarily bad in this. I think it's more of his character. Like, I just don't care about him and the whole romance. Like, it. It almost like it seems like he's a prick to her. So it's like, does he love her or does he just want her? Because like the whole relationship just seems kind of like I just didn't feel the romance that, yeah. you know, the, this tragic romance. And I, I will say without saying too much, it is the ending is one of the, the darker noirs. I, I've seen one of the, the darker finales. So that was uh, interesting, I guess. I'm going to give it seven out of 10. I still oh. did really enjoy most of it. But it, yeah, it's not hitting like. Highs. Some of that, the highs of Not some the of the other heat. noirs we've talked about, yeah. Um, I, so I'm going to talk about from uh, 1967, the young girls of Rochefort. This is the Jacques Demi who who has uh, uh, directed one of my all time favorite uh, movies, The Umbrellas of Cherbourg, and uh, this is also a musical. Um, oh. uh, and it won the rare musicals. You know, Umbrellas have has been. It's probably a top, it's at least a top 20 movie of all time for me, if not wow. higher. Like, it's really, really high. And I, I've just not watched anything else. And then I I'd had that, I wanted to start that Varda yeah. kick. 
And then she made a documentary on this that seemed interesting. And I was like, oh, I should just actually watch Check this movie because I've never seen anything else from this guy that has one of the top 20 yeah. movies of all time for it's me. It's weird how that works, isn't it? Um, it like, just a blind spot. It also uh, stars Catherine Deneuve, who was in Umbrellas of Sherberg, and her sister, Francois Dorlac. Uh, this is her last movie she made before she died in a car accident. Oh, uh, and they're both phenomenal. I liked, uh, it's like the fizz that when you open a pop is a movie. Everything's bright and colorful and joyful and effervescent. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, I, this is the first thing I watched in the new year. And I just felt great. Okay. I was talking like New Year's Eve at like midnight. The ball drops. You're like, all right. I think, we're watching. I think this was uh, maybe twelve noon the next yeah, day. That's what uh, I figured. But the afternoon, yeah. it's a great it was you know great kind of a Sunday afternoon sort of flick. Uh, that was probably Saturday afternoon, but perked you up. Perk perked me up. I I, I loved it. Uh, he's two for two in my books. I'm gonna give this nine. Holy wow. moly! Uh, I I loved it. You're a musical guy. Yeah, and I'm not you. really uh, like. But I think when a musical is great and the music's great. Um, I don't know. There's there is something different about it. Um, it's like it's like even in a, a Simpsons episode where there's like a great musical number. Yeah, they like yeah. last with you. Uh, where most of the time they're just not because the music's not that good. They have to tell the story through the music. Yeah, and it kind of just gets like, oh come on, get get over. It. Just tell me yeah. what you're doing. Where this isn't trying to tell the story so much as it's trying to tell ideas and feelings mm. through cinema. Uh, and and those are my favorite musicals. Oh, that's cool. So I watched this movie called um, An Incident in Ghostland from uh, 2018 by uh, Pascal Logier that did um, Martyrs, one of okay. my favorite yeah. horror movies. This movie is pretty much uh, this young family gets inherited this uh, house when their aunt passed away and she was a collector of oddities and weird things and cool ghostly apparitions and like odd like skulls. So this house is gorgeous. It's a home invasion movie for the first 20 minutes where these people come in, chase them off and it goes on to uh, 25 years later. Ah, yeah, probably around there. 20 years later, what have you. Yeah. And it turns out uh, the one girl is a, uh, they, everyone survived. And everyone is now, she is a uh, world-renowned writer, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to give anything away, but there is a twist that happens in the first hour of this movie that's like, oh, this can't be. like, And it happens like, oh, the movie just completely falls flat oh. after this. I'm like, all right, maybe this would be cool. Like, nothing. Like, is this really? Isn't it like a torture movie or something? Yeah, like know. it really falls apart. Because like they give the twist away within the first, like... Two thirds of the movie is like, well, now where did we go for the last like forty minutes of this? Like, so it's not like high tension where no, yeah, uh, it, it was ruined for me, yeah. but only for like the last ten minutes. Yeah, that's just it. it and again, the house looked really cool. Uh, the villains weren't that great. Like, even the uh, the actresses weren't that cool. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I had higher expectations for uh, the guy who did Martyrs, but yeah, I'm going. To, I think I ended up giving it six out of ten. Cool. Um, I, I got. Uh, you got something else coming up? Yeah, yeah I got two more. Got? Um, I watched uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man from 1992. It's Chevy Chase, eh? So this is the John Carpenter directed yeah. movie starring Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Chevy. Chevy. Um, Sam Neill, Dale Hannah, 
Like this should be the greatest you movie because I love the Invisible Man. Movie. I love John Carpenter yeah. and so Chevy this Chase. Is right after he made, uh, um, I'm gonna screw up. Uh, <laughs> what's who'd you play? Who were you for Halloween, Matt? Oh, Sutter Kane. <laughs> oh, yeah, from In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of no, Madness. This is before. Oh, just before. Oh, because 90- I think this is where I. Well, I was reading. Like I guess. I think this is just after they live, and he had he ran into some dispute with like money or something over that films, and he so he didn't work for a bit. And there's a couple films he was he was going to do a vampire or Dracula movie, which sounded cool. He was going to do fuck I forget what the other movies they were. They sounded cool, but they didn't happen. And then uh, so this one came up, um, and this was kind of like a Chevy Chase vehicle vehicle. Like I guess Ivan Reitman was originally hired to direct it, and. He got in an argument with uh, he Ivan Reitman and the writer left because Chevy Chase didn't want it to be a comedy. They were doing like um, Clark Griswold as the Invisible Man. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't want to do a comedy. This also early '90s Chevy Chase sounds like. Yeah. One of the worst people on planet Earth, yep. like to deal with. Yeah, like, but <laughs> probably like worse than 1996 Chevy Chase. Like, I, I don't think it really uh, changes, does it? Like, I but think, he, he did I think nothing but trouble. I think after this, which I enjoy. It's a weird little yeah film, but um, yeah, I, not, I guess, not saying anything about the movies, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. the yeah. guy clearly ruined, like burned every bridge basically yeah. along yeah. along the way. Um, but yeah, I guess this was though he was hoping this would be like his. His big, um, like, I'm a serious. I can be a, yeah, I can do a serious role. This is his Truman show. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And and the, the, there is some interesting ideas in there. Like, it's it's more dealing with this guy that is invisible, but like, what this comes with. It's not like, oh, I can do super fun stuff because no one can see me. I'm gonna pull be either a dick like the original Visible Man, or you know, I, I guess you got like Hollow Man where you go all rapey. Mm-hmm. This is like, it's none of that. It's it's more of this guy that is just like. Yeah, like this is fucking. What? How do I live my life? And like, I can't eat. I can't do anything normal. How do I? You know, he's in love with Daryl Hannah, and how does that work? So I don't. It tackles some interesting issues, but it's it's just not. Yeah, it's not funny like ever. And it's like there's some cool special effects for the time. I remember, I remember he was chewing gum that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, there's some definitely cool special effects that I'm sure would have been amazing for the time. They still kind of hold up. There's a lot of interesting ideas there. Um, Sam Neill's like the CIA agent who wants to has to capture him. Um, but Is Jack I, I just, Plants in this? No, yeah. I just didn't care like the romance. I didn't care about him, and it doesn't feel like a John Carpenter movie at all. Like this is totally work for hire. Yeah, Carpenter, and I think he even said like I don't. Did he score this? No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, you can tell when he doesn't care because yeah. he scored. But I, I think this is one of those things where he's even saying like, no, I like doing smaller movies where I don't have to like I don't like doing these movies where I have three months to make a movie and I got all this money and you know, if you're not on time, people are yelling at you and stuff like he likes doing small little films where I got 30 days, not a lot of money. No one's on my back, but yeah, I guess he, he took this just cause he wasn't getting these other, these other films and stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's cause even those 30 day films, even back then are costing millions of dollars. Yeah. But I don't know. I, the biggest problem with this film is it's just kind of boring, like, which again you you wouldn't expect. So I'm gonna get five and a half um, yeah, out of ten. Not I? Uh, like I'm glad I saw it. I think it's worth a watch. There's some stuff in there. It's not like a complete waste of time. But yeah, mm-hmm. what a what a disappointment for me. Um, what else you guys got? Uh, so I watched um, in uh, Sydney Poitier uh, passed away. Ah, that's crazy, uh, right? So I I I had uh, picked up uh, a raisin in the sun. Ah, nice. Uh, and 
And I, 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 which I'd never seen. And, you know, I'd heard this was kind of like one of those acting clinics with where everybody is on fire. Yeah. Uh, and, and they are. And he's, he's incredible. And this reminds me a little bit of HUD, which I talked about uh, the other week with Paul Newman, where Portie's character is, 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 a, is an asshole for most of this mm-hmm. movie. Like he's, he's an anti hero, he's a guy that's like bringing down his family out of desperate thoughts. They're basically this, this, this black family that is, uh, lived in this apartment for years and years and years, and the matriarch of the family is getting a huge insurance check because her husband has passed, and and they're going to use this for a better life, mm-hmm. and and he wants some of that pie. He wants that uh, money so he can invest in a liquor store. Yeah. That's his dream. He to get out. Uh, there's a ton of great kind of speeches, and 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 it. I'd heard it was kind of like a uh, a film play. Yeah, it's. It has some limitations there because it was this big play and, yeah. and they're trying to stay true to it. And It's hard to uh, do stuff like that. Like, sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like, okay, you're a bit... Instead of like you're trying to get the back crow of the audience kind of deal. So of I camera. will say most of the actors yeah. don't over-emote. Over- over-emote. There's a couple maybe yeah. scenes that felt like ah, this was in the play like to give more backstory, but yeah. we don't need that. Was we it the same see. cast for the play? Because I'm looking, Sydney Poitier was the same. Yeah, Ruby D and, and the mother was the same, and I think the daughter, I think most of the cast is, is very, very similar. It's got Piglet is, is uh, the, the guy that voiced Piglet. Uh-huh. Uh, as, uh, he's also in 12 Angry Men, and he's this fucking... He's got Piglet's voice, so you think he's this sweet guy. They, they're going to move in this white neighborhood, and he's coming from uh, their neighborhood association to the welcoming committee, which yeah. is basically saying, well, you know, we want everyone to have the best life, and that means you're not living with us. Like, Oh, he, he dropped, like, some uh, hardcore racism on Hardcore him. racism, and you can see one by one the family members are getting the rhetoric yeah. and getting more and more angry with them. Um it, 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 what, what, what I was going to say is, yes, it's an acting clinic, and it, it, it's got this amazing screenplay, um, but it tries to be more cinematic. It tries yeah. to do as much as you can. They're mostly just in this apartment, but it does some cool things, some really interesting uh, shots where, uh, like, zoom-ins on, on Portier when he's doing these kind of, like, crazy dancing when he's come home drunk. And um, it, it's it's... It's not a lighthearted movie, but uh, it, it, I think it was a, a showcase for his ability and awesome. his charisma. And again, that's what makes this movie work, is you still want that guy to win. Even though he's like, hey, he's fucked everything fuck, up. Fuck your check. Let's do a, a liquor store. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it eight, uh, eight out of ten. Oh, awesome. Uh, back on the uh, comedy documentary, I watched the uh, Super Bob uh, mm. Einstein uh, doc. And, like, I thought this would be amazing. It really left me flat. Like, oh, yeah. It just didn't really do what I thought it was. Just like, a bunch uh, of talking heads talking about yeah, how good he is? Here's Super Dave. He shows some stunts. Like, oh, okay, this is funny. It didn't really get into, I don't know. I thought it'd be a bit more either like funny or more serious. It just didn't. Middle of the road, almost kind of boring, which kind of stunk. I sometimes have trouble with documentaries that are just talking heads in clips yeah like it didn't really uh, i watched another one the uh, gary shandling doc and oh yeah i loved yeah. it it told his story perfectly it was like crazy like three, it's way too long four hours but that, that's apatow yeah apatow needs someone to just like rip edit his movies it. out of his hand and edit them yeah. for him because he can't they fucking edit his this movie. down to like two 
hours. <laughs> but that being said, I was on a journey for this. Like, I'm like team Gary Shandling, man. It was such an interesting Well, you story. get all this extra footage of yeah. behind the scenes with him, like in his house. And- yeah, even like him like talking for the, uh, what's that called? Uh, the Gary Sh- Larry Sanders show. Larry Sanders show, Doing yeah. the extras for that DVD. And it's like, that was like a half hour of him just why he did this with all these, like, I guess at that point, everyone's a huge star now. So yeah. he's like, so yeah, it was, and it talked about him being like Zen and actually like uh, trying to be more than comedy and him like writing his diaries and how he's like, you just don't have to be funny. You just have to be and that kind of shit. Like, and, and how he kind of was this, um, uh, mentored so many different comedians. After, like, uh, he had this crazy career as, like, being this interesting uh, uh, edge comedian that was doing these cool shit that most people weren't doing. They were hanging out at the comedy store getting drunk. He was actually doing cool shit. And in his older days, he's like, all right, guys, like, let's play basketball every Sunday. And every, kinda, yeah. uh, just taught these kids, like, what he knew and what and he And I guess that and- Mike Nichols movie, Mike Nichols was uh, directed, uh, the one where he's the alien that comes, well, I can't even oh. remember what, it, what it's called. But Mike yeah. Nichols fucking hated him and thought the strict uh, script was stupid mm-hmm. and he adored Mike Nichols and thought he was this genius and have Nichols think he was a boob I think just just ended him he never yeah, destroyed him really right? did like, anything after that yeah it kind of sucks what planet are you from is that yeah. what planet are you from yeah, yeah which I saw good. in theaters Whoa. I, that's a rough one, right? Like yeah I I, I don't uh, yeah I don't yeah, like, John, John Goodman how bad can it be yeah. He's probably the best part of the movie, I assume. Or? I don't know. It just I have no like, idea. It seems like a silly idea that just wasn't executed properly. Yeah, and, and supposedly, like right when Nichols signed up, he he thought he was in for something else and yeah. did, just checked out. And uh, it's too bad because I always liked Gary Shanley, and I remember seeing that, even seeing that movie, and be like, I still didn't mind be, watching yeah. this because of Gary Shanling. Um, mm-hmm. But he never really got that opportunity. Like, this is the guy that could have taken over for Carson if he just wanted it. Yeah, he didn't want it. But he made one, I think, one of the most smartest sitcoms of the like past Larry Sanders, years. yeah. It was way ahead of its time. Like, it kind of paved the road for all this, like the uh, office and shit like that. I've been right? wanting to rewatch that one uh, the last yeah, couple it, it, years. Yeah, it's great. I just picked it up like ages ago. Like, and I've, have, I've, got, I've got like seasons to go. I've one season, two season here and there. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm giving the Bob Einstein uh, doc. Um, Six. I'm giving this one seven point five. Yeah, I probably would have given it seven point five mm-hmm. as well. Again, editing needs to happen a little bit. Apatow is just like yeah. painful sometimes <laughs> watching his movies. He should direct TV then. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> he should. He does better with TV. Yeah. That show Love was better because yeah. he, he, he could uh, live in these characters. You can live in these characters. A movie, you got to move. Mm. Uh, I watched one more movie I'll talk about. Um, Bad Day at Black Rock from 1955. This is kind of a noir western directed by John Sturgis. uh, Stars Spencer Tracy. um, Oh, yeah. uh, He's this man with this, I guess he's got like a crippled arm, like he walks around with the arm in the pocket, and I guess he's lost it or can't use it anymore. Uh, He arrives in this desert town of Black Rock, and... I guess they're a town that they just don't get visitors. They said, like, the, the train stops, he gets off it, and they're like, this is the first time that train has stopped here in four years. And they don't like visitors. Um, everyone in the town is very standoffish with him. Um, you have, uh, who is it, Spencer Tracy's in there, uh, Lee Marvin, Ernest uh, Bordnine. Um, and, uh, yeah, he just... From the single guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he arrives in this town. He's looking for uh, his friend Komoko, who's this Japanese-American. Um, and this is after, I guess, World War II? Yeah. Just after that. 
And um, anyways, no, no one's giving him a straight answer where this guy is. He's trying to go there. No one will help give him a ride. No one, the ho- no one's letting him. You know, he can't get a room in the hotel. Every it's just a big issue. And there's something happened, and everyone is in on it, and they don't like this guy coming uh, looking around. I, and I don't want to spoil any more than that because I think it's best to go in this film. Did it end up being a good day at Black Rock? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I think the mystery, it's super engaging and all the characters and the dialogue and everything. In the end, I'll just say it's kind of a, a simple story. It's not as much to it as, right. as you hoped, mm-hmm. but I don't think that matters because there's just so much great stuff in there. Yeah, I, I, I really dug this one. I mean, again, maybe I wish there was a little more to it, but I, I thought it was a nice surprise. I'm going to give it 7.5 out of 10. Uh, it's a definite uh, recommend for me, but yeah, just I, I wanted maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like so. Spencer Tracy as well. Like He's got a good presence on yeah, screen. Yeah, I, I think you would like this because I'm seeing, a, it's one of those movie, movies in the past couple of years, Kino put it out and did Kino put out a Werner Archive? It might actually be a Werner Archive, but yeah, it hit Blu-ray like in the past couple of years and everyone's been kind of talking about it. I, I think it, it got put on some list of noirs and neo-noirs or something high up on there or something. It's It's been kind of gaining a lot of recognition re- uh, recently. Awesome. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Or I'm going to just like quickly talk about two 2021 movies, but I don't really want to yeah. get into them that much. Uh, the first one is Adam McKay's Don't Look Up. Um I, I'm curious about this. Like, how is it? Like, I'm, I'm getting it's crazy like, mixed It's probably, the, yeah, the most divisive film yeah. this year. It maybe. is a mess yeah. of a movie, but I liked it more than I thought I was going to. In Like, there's there's a great, uh, there's some great aspects to the movie. I don't, th- and, and people complain about the editing of this movie. Like, that's the worst thing in the world. It's on purpose. It's it, like a Roland Emmerich disaster movie it's filmed like that except it's done with like documentary style handheld it's a bad choice maybe but it's on purpose like all the stuff is definitely done that way for a reason uh leonardo dicaprio's great um i I wrote that it was low-hanging fruit the movie like it's the simplest fucking like targets this climate change parable that it has and and all the stuff around technology is pretty grown worthy like, I can see why any fucking person under the age of 40 basically is going to go, oh, really? This is how you think the <laughs> I think you works? forget who your podcast yeah. with. We're, the both, we're both like, what the hell is TikTok? So yeah. they're talking about ICQ in this is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is, it, is it a parody? No. Like, is, it, is it supposed to be really silly and dumb? No, it's sometimes silly, but it's supposed to be like... Because it's weird. That's the kind of the impression that... It's somewhat of a satire. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the word I was looking for. But it's not really sharp. Like, it wants to be network. Uh, it, it so it, badly wants to be something like network, and it just doesn't have the, I think, the the actual... I, I, in, idea? Like, the ideas behind it. I think yeah. it, there's too many ideas, and it, I think mm-hmm. occasionally he thinks the ideas you have... It, like Vice, which I fucking I, I'd watch this over Vice any you fucking day of the week. Vice, I right? I hated Vice, yeah. and and the more I see clips of Vice, and I go fuck that movie, that yeah. smug fucking asshole yeah. of a movie. This one's a little bit of a smug fucking asshole of a movie. Jonah Hill is fucking hilarious though in it. Is he the reason to watch this? Like, yeah, he's the best thing in the yeah. movie. Uh, Leo's pretty such good. Such a weird career, like. It's yeah, he's he's a weird guy. Mm-hmm. Like his career, like he started doing these fucking raunchy comedies, then he's trying to become a serious actor, but it's kind of worked, kind of not worked. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's worked fairly like, well. What, yeah. what has he done lately in the past like four years? He did that '90s kid, right? 
Yeah, but he directed that. Yeah, and I didn't think that was very good. No, no but yeah. mid ninety. Yeah, but what has he done? Like, what has he been on the screen? I think Wolf of Wall Street was the last one, right? And that was like four or five years. Oh, ago. that's like six years ago yeah. now. What has he done? Since Maniac, then? the the movie he made, the the miniseries sure, he made, which everyone oh, yeah. yeah. so cared about, right? Like, it didn't do well, too well. I thought that was great, actually. Oh. Um, uh, it was a Netflix guy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, it was strange and like. Mm. But I, yeah, it's not one that yeah. It just seems like he. It's weird. Like he. It's, it seemed like he came out with Wolf of Wall Street, and I feel like he was in some oh the Money, Money Ball, Ball, and everyone's like oh wow, Joni Hills is like yeah. where'd he come from? And then it's like he hasn't really done shit. I think he did a couple small cameos in mm-hmm. Tarantino movies, but yeah, yeah. Like it seems like he's just doing a lot of like he's in the Beach Bum, yeah, like. He he did that serious one. Don't worry, he won't get that far in foot with. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, which I actually saw a clip of that the other day, where he's really trying to act hard, and it didn't. Nah, it kind of flopped a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, I'm never gonna watch that movie. That's mm-hmm. not gonna be for me. Um, but he he just honestly hasn't acted that much in. Yeah, it's weird. In in the last few years, it's like he had this like big momentum, and it's like he did nothing with it. It, it yeah, I don't know. Uh, and maybe mid '90s took a lot out of him to make. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, but you're you're right. Like he 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 was in Hail Caesar a little. Oh, he did yeah. War Dogs, which you know. Yeah, th- these are all ago, films that like yeah. were kind of bombs and not really. But most of it is he just hasn't been in anything. Yeah. Huh. And and but you never know. Like maybe he prepared for mid '90s for a year and then worked on it a year after to make sure it got. He's kind of like you know what I'm gonna take a. I don't know. Mid '90s doesn't look like a movie you spend two years making. Like that was pretty shit. But maybe if it's your like, first directing, yeah. uh, directing like yeah. movie where you you like he did nothing else before that, so the yeah. learning curve's got to be you know people pretty steep, right? <laughs> people try to it, do, like, do, do a few commercials under your belt before you start a movie. I don't like his movies seem very like um, like he'd over analyzed how to make movies or something hmm. mid 90s for me like it, it felt like an A24 movie exactly except without that, the real formal ability behind mm-hmm. it and the kid drove me fucking bananas yeah. anyways Any that's fan. not this movie yeah sorry uh, <laughs> we're way off um, die on that hill baby yeah, I was hoping so, Matty was going to jump in and talk about the Jonah Hill doc you watched <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, uh, I don't know it's still not a very good movie Adam McKay is a pretty uh uh, like it, it's in the vice vein. I, I, okay, he's had a weird career, right? Like he started off uh, comedies, and then like Anchorman, he, Step yeah, Brothers, and then he did like uh, The Big Short. We're like, all right, yeah, I like he's, The Big Short. He's doing cool. Then like Vice, like okay, <laughs> and and people l- seem to like yeah. Vice. And this seems like the only thing I'll say about this movie. It's it's like the internet punching bag movie right now, where everyone's just fucking. But I don't know. There's there's some people that are really liking it too, aren't there? I thought like I, I think saw I've, heard, I've heard like yeah, I've seen a couple of people on my reviewers that, like gave it four stars, yeah. and I've seen other people give I've, it two or two and a half. So all the people that I've seen that like it are on my Facebook feed, and they're like fifty year old people that are like really neoliberal. I, yeah. I have some people my age. I mean, yeah. not saying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How old are you now? Like, <laughs> but but that seems like it's a you know the the arguments that it's like this boomer crowd that's really behind loving yeah. this. I, yeah. I do you know. Well, I, but yeah, t- movies like this aren't made for teens, anyways, right? Like, what teen cares about anything about politics or drama? They're, they're, teens are Marvel but tw- films. People twenty and thirties, like yeah. this is th- that's who he's going after. Yeah. That's who he's trying to make yeah. this this movie for. Uh, and I think he f- fails fairly mightily. You remember that kid from Basketball Diaries? <laughs> He's in one of my movies now. Come watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Leo actually, you know, he's he's looking at his age in this movie. Um, so I'm going to give it 5.5. And then on the other side of things, I saw Riders of Justice, the uh, I believe it's oh, a Danish what? movie that stars Mad Mikkelsen, yeah, who's just like kicking ass and and fucking getting revenge. Uh, but it's way more deep and he's fucking jacked in this and he's like, he's super yeah, hulked out yeah. and has serious problems and it's this motley crew of guys uh who are these super nerds that somehow team up with him and they're super enjoyable it's really funny um but also fairly dark at times uh yeah, I, I high recommend for me uh, for a, a, a 2021 movie. Awesome. I'm going to give it eight. Oh. Cool. Um, I, I guess that's it. Should we jump yeah. into our homework? Because Adam's got the, he's kind of slapping the ruler there yeah. on his hand. So I think it's time. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll throw up the uh, trailer for our first homework episode. Here is Memories of Murder from 2003. In October 1986, two women were found raped and murdered on the outskirts of a small town. Local detective Park Duman, not having dealt with such a serious case before, is overwhelmed. With his tactics to investigate being somewhat suspect, uh, Sao Taiyun is a, a detective from Seoul, volunteers to assist him. The two detectives clashing styles don't go hand in hand. Park goes in with fourth and C goes, you, uh, uses a more methodical FBI style method. And this is Memories of Murder from 2003. This is uh, Boon Ju Ho's basically first 
major hit yeah. in Korea, and they're they're going after these detectives, and they're trying to find the first serial killer, basically, supposedly oh, in Korea. Oh, this is like a North Korean, like a South Korea. Zodiac, Zodiac era. Yeah. I wanted to add one that you I wanted that, to stand up like, on my chair as A.O. Captain, my captain, when Adam was doing that. Well, I was going to say, bum, bum, dun, dun, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, they, like CSI this is their story. Um, yeah, no, yeah, this is, um, yeah, sorry, keep on going. Um, <laughs> this is your homework for us, baby. Yeah, so, so. I, <laughs> As you interrupted, wait, 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 wait. I got something I got to say. No, I just no, got a no, joke. Now I get to be the asshole that jumps <laughs> uh, in and true. interrupts your guys' stuff with jokes. <laughs> I, I just aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got I got sheets and sheets of shit here. I'm just gonna start throwing them. I like I usually work off my phone, and oh, I was well, like, oh, "There's you're just going too much. hard copies." I got that, I got right? hard copies. Um, yeah, so this was basically uh, Bong's uh, first kind of like ba- major hit. It was his second movie uh, after Barking Dogs Don't Bite. Uh, I, I picked this for homework. So homework, these are episodes we're probably going to do throughout the next few years, where one of us picks a movie that we think that everyone should see yeah. uh, that maybe they wouldn't normally Yeah, pick. and it's one that like the other two guys haven't seen. Yes. Yeah. And also maybe, and it's not always going to be, because as we talked about, we probably could have did a, a Bong, Bong Joon-ho uh, yeah, ser- th- theme, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be kind of like, you know, maybe we can't fit this in one of these monthly themes. It kind of stands on its own kind of thing. But I think this film does anyway. Oh, yeah. And Bong, Bong Joon-ho, we could easily choose what for the movies Jun-ho. anyway. Yeah, Jun-ho. Sophomore the movie. Uh, oh yeah, crazy, insane. It's so. Uh, so the main reason why uh, we were doing our top hundred horror movies, and I did the host, yeah. and both of of like. I, I I thought it was a joke movie, dude. Like because, but now like I have to check out the host. But neither really one of you guys have seen the host. Yeah. And it's because it's so fucking long. I was gonna watch it in October, and it's isn't it close to three hours long? It's definitely over the two and a half. Hour I think mark. it's just like two twenty or something. It just but, seems so long for that Shocktober. type of movie. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, so you hadn't seen that, mm. and then I knew you hadn't seen Mother. Um, Which I think I own. And and Memories uh, of Murder, and 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 Barking Dogs, and so there was a, there was a big kind yeah. of like there's a big gap. Like, like well, Memories for Murder for me. was hard to find for a while there. Like it had a DVD, it went out of print, and was quite expensive until Criterion threw it out there. Yeah, yeah like I think I saw this. Um, so I I I'd see, the host was his first movie I saw, and then Mother was coming out, and I'd read some stuff about Mother, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some of his yeah, other movies. And the library had both uh, Memories of, of of Murder and Barking Dogs, and then they had Mother right after that, and I watched them all within. Oh, so you have seen Barking Dogs? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I've seen seen his whole uh, catalog a, a catalog yeah. of movies, and I think he's one. Of, the reason why I thought we should go into it is for me he's one of the most important directors of the 21st century he might be like this is fucking crazy yeah, I, I think he's done like eight crazy. movies and they're like, all like it, from what i've seen they're all good even, and the ones i haven't seen look what, good who like, was that one about the, uh, yeah. the, the pig that they're I eating that, like yeah. what a crazy fail it's a family movie but like so like heartbreaking in the same way and you, and you you have this unique style too like mm-hmm. you know his movies because it has these tonal clashes all the time yeah. i would say this movie mm-hmm. is insane like I, I didn't know there was so many weird kicks that i'm like this is fucking this is fucked literally up. kicks like the guy running yeah, and jumping. Like, 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 I, I, I have seen a lot of fights in my day like bar fights like that i haven't seen people kicked like maybe like three times i love in all of his movies yeah. he on purposely i guess is always trying to make 
his fights less choreographed. It's like, you're going to do this thing and you're going to do that. And then you're just going to fight. And they always look insane and ridiculous. I love his fights in all his movies because they're so crazy. Introduced by, uh, what was it, Detective Soul? Like uh, the guy from... yeah, yeah. From he, he's from uh, Seoul, Korea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget the cast name, but he the first oh. time you introduced him, he gets drop kicked by Park, right? Like, yeah, Park <laughs> just kicks him down a hill. Hmm. Uh, it, and like a weird, like almost like a video game esque drop kick. Like I saw this drop kick in Streets of Rage. It makes no sense in this movie. It's almost like a meet cute. Yeah, where the the characters, like you know, in a romance, they they meet cute. Well, yeah. and here the two detectives <laughs> meet cute by the one getting drop yeah. kicked. Um, so. I guess he wanted his second feature to um, be more like these old traditional Korean uh, crime uh, movies, Mm -hmm. less like the American ones that are always about plot and these ones to be super character driven with all these um, kind of ticks. But at the same time, he had researched for a year all of these murders because these murders actually this is a true play. story this right? is a true story it's very similar to you know some mm-hmm. you mentioned Zodiac I think that's yeah. appropriate yeah I think that yeah I think this movie is very Zodiac like obviously Zodiac mm-hmm. came after because it's like a weird procedural that you actually fall in but what like I, weird I, I think well at the time like it's, it's yeah. odd at the time the, this yeah. case was unsolved right they only solved it two years ago did you yeah. hear why the I, I read like a few articles about the ending yeah. of this movie like it's such a weird thing because he like he breaks well, the, uh, well, the maybe we'll get into that spoilers yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. it's yeah um so he wanted to make that and 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 he wanted to see how people behave when they're caught in a mm-hmm. crime and uh, as much as it's a d- traditional detective yarn it's also a study of that period in Korea you're getting all this. Uh, turmoil with the students corruption and political abuse and I guess he wanted like was super influenced he at first didn't know how to do this because the crime wasn't solved and then he read Alan Moore's From Hell yeah Yeah. and and realized like oh okay which when I read that I'm like ah this guy doing like a uh, Jack the Ripper movie would would be would be Yeah. yeah which because I don't think we've ever like. There's a lot of Jack the Ripper movies. I yeah. like a lot of them. I'd love to do a month of Jack the Ripper, <laughs> throwing it out there. But uh, I don't know if I've seen. I've enjoyed so many of them, but I don't know if anyone is quite this nailed. Is this like, kind of the Jack the Ripper story, but, like, but the, like, well, same thing in yeah. Zodiac too. But I'd love to see like Jack the Ripper done this style, yeah. done Zodiac style, where it's like you're frightened yeah. by Jack the Ripper. I don't know if we've ever quite got that because that's so. It starts off and it's you get like this scene where the, they're they're going through one of the the murder scenes and it's just chaos. The first, it's chaos because children aren't listening. Like the crime crime scene is getting Well, they don't even have, yeah, they don't properly have it. Like the forensic team isn't there. They've never had to deal with something like this and they have no idea how to do it. And the way he shoots all this chaos, it's somewhat funny and then he he starts showing the body more. Yeah. And it's gruesome. They got bugs all over her eyes and shit. And like. and and your stomach drops. Yeah. It's like he's almost like setting you up to yeah. like it twist. Like, yeah, like, oh, you're you're getting comfortable with all these yeah. buffoons. Maybe someone's gonna get drop kicked sooner or later. <laughs> but guess what? Like yeah. that's a body on yeah. the ground, and don't forget that that's a body on yeah. the ground. And I think that's for me, Bong's genius is always uh, okay, I'm gonna have levity in my movies, and they're gonna be fun a lot of the time. But there's also gonna be some stuff you can't look away from, and you're gonna have to seriously think, yeah. oh, that's that's awful. Like, and and he knows when to show not to show too much. Yeah. Like when there's this one killing where the killer's setting out all of these pieces that you know he's gonna use. Oh, it's so brutal. It's right? 
almost worse yeah. not seeing it because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you're all, you're also you don't need to see that in mm-hmm. in the style of movie. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, like that. I don't know. The whole that that whole sequence is is crazy. But there, there's scenes of of like just suspects getting abused. Yeah, that that's that's the weird thing. It's like. On one hand, you kind of like these characters, and obviously you, you want them to solve the yeah, case. Yeah, it's but such a weird thing because, like, I, I I waved with these characters. Like, yeah, they're oh, kind of bumbling. Fun, they're like, idiot. Like, they're yeah. abusive. They're yeah. constantly just trying to beat then, people like, they to are, confession. They're so shitty because they're like beating this yeah. like uh, a mentally enfeebled kid, and like, yeah. like, oh man, you feel so bad. But he, even their boss like, is kind of yeah. like bumbling, and oh, he's yeah. okay with it. It isn't yeah. until the, the the detective from uh, Seoul comes yeah. in, and then the new. Uh, I guess I don't know what he is. Commissioner, or whatever, takes over the case. Yeah, because yeah, like, they fire the other guy because he was basically just doing photo ops or whatever. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. what happened to that kid. guy because in the movie I thought he just kind of disappeared, right? And then there, the other guy there's a. Up. It's basically a one line thing oh, in the okay. pa- in the newspaper that the yeah. guy's opening. Like repl- we've replaced uh, okay. the commis- mm-hmm. uh, the commissioner because of. Yeah, uh, I must have missed that. What, I, yeah, it's really quick. It's like I think I actually the first time I had seen it, I also. Wipe by, oh, yeah. where'd that guy go? But yeah. it's almost hard to watch that first half because it's like these guys are so frustrating. It's like yeah. they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, and all the, their only answer to solve the case is just arrest random people and, more, and beat them into a confession. More kicking, like, guys. More kicking. Yeah, torture them <laughs> until... Yeah, they, exactly. And the guy the guy from Seoul almost knows, like, I'm just going to have to let these guys do it until I have something that completely discredits them, yeah. which probably shows the, the normal corruption that he's, he's used, used to. to. Yeah, like, again, based on the true story, apparently, like, eight cops, I guess, in the case were all... Charged for the uh, the abuse, I guess like a couple of people the committed suicide. Yeah, oh, yeah, like four of the suspects or something because they Ooh. arrested them, beat them, have to have to confess, and, the, yeah, and it probably ruined their life after yeah. that, right? Like it, again, that's I, not again saying like I, I don't know if I agree with. I'm not going to get into a lot and stuff, but some of these people, when you do get blamed for uh, a, a crime that you didn't commit, yeah. it doesn't matter. Because your life is kind of ruined. If someone says you molested kids, yeah, you, you can have all the evidence and get off right away. Public opinion is you matter exactly. Kids. Yeah, like you're. Yeah, because you people ever, are thinking like, well, no one's ever like a uh, question about if I molested a kid. You kind of like mostly if there's smoke, there's fire, kind of shit going on. And yeah, on well, there. you just never, you know, yeah. even if you're you're found innocent, I, am I going to trust you around my kid? Probably yeah. not. You know, what I mean, it's just and, and same thing. Like I'm sure it probably happened to those people. Mm. It's like and 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 you get this this. Uh, man who who's telling the story his confession they get out of him finally that's like like just kind of strangely heartbreaking but also like oh did he do it now did they actually get the right guy it's it's he knows too many details Mm -hmm. um so it's it's easy like how you can be misled and 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 there's even that in the movie Mm -hmm. um anyways the movie the movie keeps going and like the set pieces uh uh keep evolving they they run into a suspect at one point right by where one of the murders take place and then they have this chase this unbelievable chase through the town that kind of like just destroys all the conventions you would have in a normal action sequence these guys are getting stuck by like things in the street like like, like, like pallets he just kind of like oh shit but then like they'll see him like oh that's him and they'll and then they go him. into a backyard and just yeah. a family's hanging in and be like, who is this weird guy that yeah. just ran into our backyard? Have you seen anybody? No, I haven't seen anybody. Yeah. And normally you wouldn't get those digressions, yeah. I don't think. In, or they'd in, be played for laughs, but this, this wasn't. like It's panic. Yeah. Played for panic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and 
yeah, just all these uh, kind of night, you get all these great night seas with the trains and, and the tunnels and all the these these images like what's cool about this I, I is because I guess the city's in this almost emergency state they have these like blackouts like all right emergency yeah. system we're gonna be blacked out for the past, next like uh, 30 seconds this is a test when there's riots going on yeah it's, it's kind of like interesting like to see like the actual city kind of on the verge of falling apart as and well the, and the killer only uh, one of the things they find out is yeah. the only comes out when it's raining so you all those scenes are you know in the rain in the rain and 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 it just adds a and layer more of evidence tension. kind of adds to like there's yeah. like a song on the radio ladies wearing and red. red and is this song lady in red by krista berg is that <laughs> how it's going <laughs> you also get like this just uh they're always ignoring this brilliant female investigator yeah, that like, has all these shut answers up and go get me coffee uh, yeah milk and sugar uh, well, again, the, the two cops, again, like, all their ideas are fucking ridiculous and bullshit. Well, the one um, guy is bullshit. Like, all he does is, like, bullshit people to thinking he's a good cop. Like, even with, the, like, the lady's underwear, he's like, I know you did it. <laughs> Which I thought was, like, a great scene that shows he's just bullshit. He has no idea. He's yeah. not a good cop. Now, how do you, do you feel, without spoiling too much, by the end, do you like this kid? Like, are you kind of rooting for him, or do you I, still hate I, him? I, I had a hard time with how they treated that kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I had such a hard time with the two guys. I think there's also, it's also... <sighs> there is a great comedic moment, though, so he's, like, torturing the kid and and, and planting evidence, but then yeah. it shows them sitting together watching some yeah, like uh, detective show. show together. And they love the theme song. Yeah, of it. which I thought was kind of a fun I, I think part of it is uh, where I can... I don't despise him as much, even though he does despicable things, is because the system he is just expects him to do these things, which is there's no excuse from that. But yeah. there is some he he does start realizing by the end of the movie, like this is maybe all bullshit how we've been doing this. And you yeah. see the other guy from Soul get caught up in the case, and he's yeah. starting to go a little bit yeah. crazy. Yeah. He's starting to it, kind it, of become again, them almost. It waves, man. Like you actually wave with these characters. Like, and that guy, I guess, yeah. like stopped eating as much. The yeah. actor stopped eating as much, to stopped sleeping yeah. as much to look like he was burnt Which out is and like haunted. Crazy, Which right? Which that, that's uh, I'm sure I'm going to pronounce the song. Song. Kong, Kong Ho plays the... Oh, th- that was Park who did... But Park, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the man. He's, he's like the kind of the, disp- the lead... Disp- yeah. Uh, and he's in most of uh, yeah, yeah, Bong's movies, say, Parasite. Yeah, of, and uh, he did a bunch of... Um, uh, Snowpiercer. Park Chan-wook uh, films as well, it looks like. Thirst. Uh, yeah, he's in... Sympathy for Vengeance. And so, Lady yeah, like a big, big actor. He, and he's amazing in, oh, the, yeah. in the film as well. Is he the dad in, in Parasite? And Parasite, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's almost. I noticed years. a lot of these yeah. actors actually when I was looking up their film, like a lot of them did kind of like were in Host or some of his other films. So that makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I I don't know if what like I, one of the things I I did want to kind of talk about is how everything is like gray in the movie except for the scenes at the beginning, the end, the where it's yeah. the, these golden kind yeah. of uh, wheat fields almost. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I kind of hated that at because it's just one of the things the problem with japanese films is i I don't know what it is how they've kept these they don't have like no matter what it is you get a movie from the 90s and it kind of looks like shit on blu-ray like arrow put out all these like but this i thought don't you think this one looks great like the the color they bleached it out no like it's very so I got used to it after a while, but at first I was just like, I'm just so used to a lot of Japanese films looking like that. And it's like, why is this film only 20 years later and it looks like shit compared to a movie like I think from with, the 80s? I think when you have stuff like Audition or like this, this is a Korean movie, 
Um, so yeah, sorry. I just mean like, but any like the the Asian, I find that from Korean, from Japanese. There's something if you about look at, like I don't know if it's a film stock they're using. So for or, or for what? me, like, if you look at Bong's other movies, like Barking Dogs Don't Bite is is vibrant, and yeah. this was a choice. Like, and look at the first yeah, scenes. I, I, yeah, because I, I realized that afterwards that it was yeah. a choice, but I think at first I was just like, oh no, another one of these films is going to look like because he wouldn't even allow them to shoot when it was sunny out. Yeah, they would stop and they'd go play soccer. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, oh, it's sunny. We're not shooting right now. We gotta wait till it's cloudy. <laughs> that guy's again. all about kicks, right? You just I, want, yeah. you know, kicking a soccer ball, kicking a uh, police detectives, <laughs> kicking the. Uh, uh, had to keep a theme with uh, yeah, the movie. Yeah, had exactly. to keep them in method. Um, but it, it sounded like a crazy. Um, sorry, sorry. One one last thing before I, I will say, and that's the thing too. I mean, maybe at this time it was unique, and for this film it makes sense. But that is kind of the thing right now, where like every movie it's like ah crime movie we're gonna drain all the color so like even zodiac did the same thing right like zodiac is um, almost like grayish yeah kind of like i i don't know the the whole like every movie's like looks brown these Mm. days and this one has more greens though and it takes place in like a field like it it, it looks like i i I thought i because the transfer i watched a almost a dozen years ago Mm -hmm. or what or 11 years ago looked Nowhere near as good as this one did. Yeah. Uh, like they, they did a really great, great job. I think that's Criterion for you, right? They uh, really put the work uh, in, uh, getting it to look look spectacular. And I, I, I thought it actually looked uh, amazing, and you can see all like the details, like even those stairs going down into the into the interrogation room. He wanted it to look like Taxi Driver, like those staircases. Oh, yeah. So they made it on this insane incline. So when that guy falls down, he's going down he like actually like takes a uh, terminal a velocity. really big big <laughs> fall uh, to do it. And I guess they called him uh, Bong Tail during the movie because of his obsessive uh, need for details, whether it was <laughs> set dressing, costumes, props, art department, production style. I guess this is a period piece as well. Like when you think about it, cause it's like it, it, twenty it, years, and and I guess even the newspapers they no longer had the 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 uh, ability to do that font, so they had to build machines to that would do that back. font to go back <laughs> oh, and make newsprint, like an old timey press machine from like a. It was something like that. Yeah, who's a Merrick from Deadwood? He has like one of them old like a press <laughs> machines. <laughs> So they had to do, I just reading, they had to do it font by hand. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, character by character. So he would get it to look exactly like those newspapers at the time, but say the things that it did. Did they want to say? Um, yeah. Do we want to get into, do you guys have anything yeah, else? I, I, spoilers? Well, yeah. I guess, well, we can give our ratings, I guess, before we get into spoilers. The only other thing I, I will say is, I, I know a lot of people online much prefer, or I don't know, it's probably half and half between this and Zodiac. I will say the one thing I like in Zodiac better that I wish this film had was kind of the horror aspect into it. And what I mean by that is, like, I think this film has some, you know, horrific and scary moments. Yeah. But I feel like where Zodiac I was watching, there's I was, a tension. I just there. felt like, like, this guy yeah. could be outside my fucking window. Yeah. I was frightened. Whereas this film, I feel like it, unless you're you're a young girl and maybe it would be different from a women's point of view, mm-hmm. I just never felt much the fear. It's like I, I more feel like, okay, there's, this young girl is going to get yeah. murdered and raped and this is horrific. But I didn't feel that that horror, that frightened for me maybe, as an, maybe a there's adult. Maybe there's that, that one section where he's choosing, where the killer chooses which woman. But even that, again, out. because, I, and maybe it's, because, I don't know, Zodiac, I felt like, Male or female, it didn't fucking matter. He was going to take it's, you out. Yeah. Whereas this film, it was it was usually one, young women, and I I don't know, I just didn't find that. Again, I guess it's based on a true. That's story. That's what so happened. Yeah, do? yeah, exactly. But 
that that's the one thing I, I do feel Zodiac hit me harder in that in that um, I think they're different a, movies yeah. too like that yeah. Zodiac's more about obsession and this is more uh, about political about structure yeah, like and, and procedural right like and, and, and characters yeah. like yeah. that's the one th- and this is a also a like a funnier movie than yeah. like it's not like Zodiac also keeps attention because yeah. it never like there's very little levity ever yeah. in yeah. in Zodiac and I think Zodiac the, the killer too was like taunting criminals and shit where this this guy didn't yeah, you don't have yeah, that aspect uh, of it. Maybe he um, was taunting them with the radio song. Like, I don't know if that's something. Yeah, you could be. It yeah. sounds like later that this guy. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah, get into yeah, it yeah, we'll, yeah. in a yeah. second. There was one scene that I actually tore my heart out is uh, when they're trying to recreate the crime scene that happened in the the field, and the dad is screaming for his son, and the oh, son yeah. is screaming for his dad. Like, I was watching this, like, wow, like it's. It hit me in a weird way. Like I don't know why, but it's just like, oh, this is well, like, it's, heartbreaking. Well, it's it's a spectacle, and this yeah. guy's been out there, and they're just a, you, yeah, about to like almost like like uh, hang their son, like lynch their his kid. It's like, a like who's got the the you know disabilities, yeah, uh, mentally challenged. This, or whatever. this like there's some kind of there's a it, I I agree. Like this movie isn't like as horror-esque or tense sometimes, but it's queasier. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Like, Zodiac never really tore my heart like that one scene. Like, even when you see that girl with the uh, panties around her neck for the first time, it's like, oh my. Like, yeah. it really, like, I, I clutched my pearls a few times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pl- pearl-clutching movie. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, you're probably right, because of, like, the uh, kids running around in the field, and, like, you see the uh, bugs all in the corpse. It's like, whoa, that's, that's yeah. rough. But, yeah. Uh, that. Well, I, uh, sure, I'll start. Like yeah. this was my homework, so I, I, uh, I mainly like. I thought, hey, get these guys on this. Yeah. Maybe they'll want to go I, down the bong. I'm in it. Tr- uh, let's, let's train a little bit bong, more, maybe. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I hadn't seen it in in such a long time as well. And I I just got this new um, bl- Blu-ray of it. So I, I'm gonna give it nine. I think it went up a little bit for me. I I think the the uh, and I I. Like even thought about maybe a little bit higher, Going higher eh? uh, be, because the second time, the first time I saw it, I think I, I, his tone still kind of, I maybe thought occasionally was haphazard or something or mm. was Shaggy Dog esque. Not at all. It's super controlled. You he he's and yeah, uh, I think it's one of those things that you think like you should not like. It's like ah, oh, he's gonna throw in weird comedy, but it surprisingly like does work. It never feels like out of place. It. It feels like it melds together. I think well. it, 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 it comes from these people like in a real way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I sit on nine. I think it's probably uh, um, it's 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 up there with with his uh, filmography. It's up in the, mm-hmm. in the in the top bit for me. You want to give your? Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go eight. I uh, really really dug it. Um, that's yeah. that's a huge. Yeah, score yeah, for you like, on the first. It time. is again. It, it's not hitting the same highs that Zodiac or whatever did. Yeah. Like it's not a top hundred for me or anything. But I, I enjoyed it. Maybe upon rewatch, it might or no. Um, I, I'm gonna say probably not. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I, again, I I struggled with these characters that we're supposed to. And I'm not saying you have to have heroic characters. Like it's fine mm. if they're flawed, but like they're kind of despicable. And we can talk about more in spoilers. Yeah. about with the the disabled kid. Um, now I guess the the one, you do have one character that is likable, mm. but and, but he's not actually likable. The other guys are more likable. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of he's kind of a boring. The, the hero yeah. character is kind of boring. He doesn't really say much. He's just there and kind of. But it, he almost stoic. Yeah. He's like they all they're all points of misogyny in yeah. a way. Yeah. 
um, which I think is on purpose. You know, this is a movie where there's three men going after a killer. I was thinking there's no like female actors other than like that. Uh, I don't know if it's his wife or if it's his uh, mistress. Or yeah, I think it's a, or some sort of. Uh, she's getting paid. Uh, you've got that. You've got the the yeah. the female detective who probably should be the one. Yeah. Uh, actually, going after the killer mm-hmm. here, and and I, I the the woman that's the been teacher? Oh, um, just the the teacher. Yeah. And the woman that escaped. Yeah. So like, there's a very bit. Parts. We didn't even talk about that scene. Yeah, that's crazy. Like right? that scene, in, like where how that shot and showing like her flashback is incredible. Rough, rough man. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I uh, take a little uh, marker and put honor roll on this one. I'm giving it eight eight out of ten. Yeah. Oh, it's a maniac. It's a maniac. Yeah, wow. Yeah, good. Good stuff, baby. Like uh, I tried to pick something I thought you guys yeah. would like. I, I really See, I, I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to pick something you guys yeah. like. <laughs> on my homework. <laughs> um, yeah, like I thought. I thought this might open open things up, and uh, I, I do think uh, you know we talked about Zodiac, and I, I do feel like it, it is a interesting uh, uh, comparison. There'd be, yeah, there'd be a good double feature. And I think. and to be honest, like Zodiac, just like this movie, Zodiac went up even more. Where now it's like holy. Like that, that's yeah, yeah. Is that the best Fincher movie? Quite possibly, it's, it's my favorite. I think. Um, I like it more than Seven when I rewatch Seven. I really like Seven, but Zodiac to me, I think I like better. it more than Seven on rewatches as well. The Social Network is the only it's one that's great. Uh, that, but in a, that's such a yeah. different movie. I don't know how you compare those two, but but yeah, uh, yeah. it's it, this is another one. Zodiac gets better when I watch it, and and this one I felt like got. Better, better when I watch too, just because it is so detailed. I, I do feel like this movie will like hold up upon second watch and maybe increase upon second watch. There's all this like random yeah. crazy dialogue that's happening mm. too that it because you forget these like crazy scenes. We're just talking about that one scene with the uh, girl in the uh, barn or whatever it is. Like, oh wow, yeah, that was a crazy scene. And yeah, talk about this guy who smells like shit because he was like <laughs> living in the outhouse. Yeah, like and all the kid, the those stories yeah. like are, are great as well. Yeah, I think that's kind of not my problem, but what would hold me back from wanting to rewatch mm-hmm. it. It is kind of sleazier, it's grittier. Mm-hmm. You know, Zodiac is kind of like it has these fun seventies tunes, and it plays like a horror movie at times. This movie, it's like these cops are kind of despicable. The murders, it's like women, young women being raped and murdered and dirty and greedy. Like it, it's mm. just maybe not sleazy is the right word, but it's just yeah. Because I don't think the movie is sleazy at all. Yeah, it's more. I don't know. It's just um, it's 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 it is a tough watch. Even though it's like yes, they're adding these comedic movie uh, moments to kind of like balance it out, but. I don't know, and not saying that Zodiac is a guy going around yeah. killing people at <laughs> yeah. a good time, but there's something different about that. Whereas this film, like women tied up, raped, I, I don't know. It hit again. Yeah. Rape, rape is one of those things in films that just like hits me. Like now, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah. We, like, we, now we never see any of the rapes. No, no, you don't. You don't. And 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 even you don't. Yeah. You barely even do. You even see any of the murders? Like a lot of it, you see. No. Yeah. No. He, but, and on but you purpose. You still see the aftermath. He, he didn't. He never. About it. He never wanted to glorify yeah. what the guy did, especially yeah. since he wasn't caught yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we'll, no, and we'll it's not like it's this. like you know something that happened fifty years ago or you no. Know, it, like it was like when they in started. The 80s. It, it, yeah, yeah. When they started working on it, like because it was. Uh, I didn't mention this, but it was based off a play as well, and the yeah. play was only written ten years after Bong saw the play, and then he basically spent. I think two years putting it together, or maybe a year writing it, and then another year preparing. Yeah, I think I read it was like six months or a year, but that was just the the research. Yeah, there's like yeah. a year six of like the script or something. research before like even like word one. He wanted to really make sure he got the details about this mm. right, but it's also not the same. Like I think he did. 
he didn't want to fall. Like, isn't it kind of a loose ad- adaptation? Like the a- timeline is loose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and I don't think he went to like the relocations. He wouldn't respect. He right? wouldn't like, go to yeah. the relocations. He wouldn't uh, go to the town. He didn't because those because all the victims' families were still yeah yeah. And I, I think there's something I, respectful. I, that, I, I read yeah. a uh, this is a little aside, but I read a, a there was an oral history of Bully. Remember the movie Bully with yeah, Brad yeah, Renfro? Yeah, yeah. And they actually went and shot where all that shit happened, where they killed the kid. Well, I think yeah. David Fincher did too. I think at Zodiac, he went uh, to all the, all the same locations. locations. I think Bully was like 90s, early 90s? like when 2000. Did this, when, when did this crime take place, though? Oh, it, only a few years earlier, like yeah, three or four like years. Zodiac is like 1950s. Yeah. And I think right? Zodiac, yeah. though, like, he wanted you, and again, that's what I got out of the film. Yeah. We can't go back to Zodiac, but like, Zodiac, you watch, and it's like, when it ends, you're like, I want to, I'm going to rewind and watch every other scene. I'm going to put, yeah. the, I'm going to solve this murder. Yeah. Like, it kind of gives you that feeling because he was so, like, anal with every little detail. Yeah. Um, this film's not that, but again, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not trying to, and I think on purposely, he's more wanting to be exactly of the time and it has a, a, and also doesn't have, uh, hey, hey, Mark Ruffalo and, and, and Goose, let's do another take, uh, 200. Let's do take 200 and and do this again. Keep going, guys. I don't think they have. Money's no object. (laughs) I don't think there was the same sort of time. So do we get into the spoilers? Yeah, let, let's, uh, let's throw up. In, uh, yeah. So yeah, check on the bottom here if you want. If you haven't seen the movie yet, maybe skip past this. We'll talk for a couple minutes, and uh, then we'll be back to uh, close the show. Mm-hmm. I guess there isn't much to spoil, other than like there was like, I guess that one scene at the end. Let, let's. I guess we can get there. But what well, else is there the, to the spoil? The things I wanted to talk about. Two things. Uh, one is what happens to the disabled that boy. Is brutal. Yeah, like whoa, whoa. it kind of shows you that what this happened stuff, in that bar. Well, this question I'm wondering, like, who's fighting in that bar? I, I know, like, it's like, so, like a riot broke out or like a bunch it, so of drunken... It's, it's the one cop, and he's been just... been let go or put on leave yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 from He's drunk he, and pissed he, he beat up another guy, and that's when yeah. he gets thrown down the yeah. stairs. So he, he's super drunk, yeah. throws a bottle into the TV, and then starts fighting these college kids because he uh, thinks they're... Because okay. at that point, I think that's a class thing again... Uh, that it's well, showing college, off. You think you're better than me? Huh? Yeah, and they're trying to like get rid of what well, he's doing. Well, the college doing. kids too. Yeah. They mentioned several times, like everyone in high school, college knows about the abuse yeah. that the cops have been dealing with. It's, so it's, it's not kind a secret. Of like a it's like the no reminiscence of the time in the town. Kind of. So, so that, that, but isn't that like this is the guy that drop kicks everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then loses oh, his leg? What a yeah. great yeah. moment of that! Like, you saw the guys like when they said like we're gonna have to amputate. They're like, oh, that's why he's kicking everybody. Oh, like I actually like yeah. I I to applause <laughs> it, it is a great moment yeah. and and but even though that guy's been so fucking despicable yeah. you yeah, go you kind of uh, yeah. and you you feel bad for park having to yeah. make that decision yeah. he has no friends he has but no... but yeah so they they have yeah. this fight and then it escalates and then they find out that the the disabled uh uh you know, yeah. boy, I guess young adult. Yeah, whatever he suicide? Like, or did he just not know? Well, the no, but well, was they, well like, we should mention that. Like, so he, they find out that they put it together that he knew to these details they couldn't have known. So they, they've discovered. Well, he saw. Who he watched. witnessed it. So now they see him. He comes in, hits a guy, and he thinks that, oh no, they're going to beat the shit out of me again. But really, they want to talk to him because they know that he yeah. knows who the killer is. And it's this great scene where it's like, kind of like, you want? No, we need to get this guy so we can catch the killer. But it doesn't work out because this fucking... He's scared. Again, they've traumatized him. They beat the shit out of him and he's afraid of them. So you just... It kind of like, again, makes you go back and like, yeah, these guys... Man, yeah, these guys tortured yeah. this, and they fucking, and they fucked up yeah. the whole case, and that's why this guy was yeah. able to keep 
killing yeah. people, and, and then and, he gets yeah, the and then he gets hit by the fucking train, Which like fucking horrible. Depressing. Did yeah. he do this on purpose so he didn't get beat anymore? Like uh, I think he just was like yeah, panicked. Yeah, I don't know. And and uh, the other th- thing that you get from that is like they're after that the ki- who they think the killer is the suspect, and he's the opposite of what they thought yeah. would be in all 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 of these kind of he's things. Which hands. is usually how yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, uh, just a like a, a great casting role, even though it ends up not being how the guy. Well, we don't who, know. It, it kind of ends like Zodiac, where it's like I know the. Well, at the time, it, now they now they know. Like they they said he's got an ordinary face, just an ordinary face. Well, the guy, uh, I watched a, a a documentary with Bong talking about what had happened now, and he says, well, the guy that actually was the killer, he didn't have an ordinary face. Oh, he had like a... You could... It was a distinctive face. Yeah. Like, it was it was mm. a different kind of thing. But do you think uh, this film, we're supposed to believe that it was the guy that they caught? I think you don't know. I think it's... Like, it's so I, ambiguous, because such yeah. a true story, I, I, you can't make an to ending me, like, to me, like, I this. think it almost feels like the Zodiac, though, ends the same way, but the Zodiac kind of hints, we don't know, but it probably was this guy. And I feel yeah. like this film still ended, because even though that forensic evidence says... What is it? A forty percent chance or something that wasn't him, or forty percent chance it was? I think you still like all the evidence makes it look like this guy definitely did it. Yeah. So I guess Bong, like just the looks he was giving, and even they they, they hint uh, little things like where he's talking about that you weren't finding hair, and they show the picture that he was a swimmer. That would make sense yeah. that they would I th- shave. I, right? I think like, Bong uh, talked talked about it how he wanted to set you up to make you want it to be this guy. But deep down, it's probably not that guy. But yeah, how, how, I know. It's just it all, you want to put you in the mind of the fact the cop, that he's playing actually. the ra- he's yeah. phoning in for the radio and and just the mm-hmm. look he he just has no remorse or care. No, there isn't any any he reaction. Seems, there. He's like Jaws, man. He's got yeah. the. <laughs> but, but is it also just because he he's he just thinks he's gonna get the yeah cr- crappy out of him? Yeah. He knows all the abuse stories. I just think and, the swimming thing and there's all these little details that kind of mm-hmm. like seem like it's got to be this guy. Um. Yeah. And and how about the end, John? End end. Yeah. Is he he's uh, Park is off the force. He's selling juicers. Yeah. He, he's just kind of like, all right, fuck being the police officer. But I'm, he I'm goes done. back to the first murder scene. And there's that weird fourth wall where he just looks right in, into yeah. the audience. I love it. Which yeah. is kind of fucked up because when this movie came out, he's, it's almost like that scene at the end of a Halloween where like, it pans to all the houses and like. Michael Miles can be in any one of your houses. Yeah. He's looking in like that theater and like, it could be the guy sitting right next to you. And I guess the killer saw it. Yeah. And yeah, they asked yeah, him, what did yeah. you feel? And he said, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's probably a sociopath, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, but like that, that shot. And, and you also, again, you have this, uh, in this case, a little girl who he's talking yeah. to and, and then says how, oh yeah, there was another man. Just here. Like I uh, didn't give a time. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and that was it. Was of course the the yeah. killer. Um, yeah, that, that sends shivers down me right there. Like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, qu- quite the ending with the the score is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to mention. I wrote down who it was. Do, do you know who did the score? Because I, I thought I can't remember good. off the top of my head. Um, yeah, it's it is a great score. Yeah, I don't even know if I should try to pronounce this. Taro. Awashiro? <laughs> but he did, yeah, he did the... the We've been not so the, great with the names. No. Well, I'm never here. Good with names. Yeah. It could be like Bruce Campbell, and I'm like, Bruce, Bruce Camp, Campbell. Um, no, yeah, the, the score was incredible. The, yeah, <laughs> the C is like a K? score was incredible on this. That's one thing I, I definitely noticed, and, and especially like you said, the ending with the ordinary man, and, it's fa- and it kicks to his face. And yeah, I thought it was 
so yeah, a perfect way to end the film. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know if I have anything else. Uh, I guess, is that it for spoilers then? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's, uh, this is in for spoilers. We're going to jump back in here now. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, final thoughts? You, you guys have anything else to say? Or? Uh, this is kind of dope. Like, I'm actually excited about watching like, The Host now. Like, I, I got to check it out. Yeah, like Mother is incredible. Uh, uh, like Barking Dogs Don't Bite is is probably my least favorite of his movies, and is still a great, like a really great debut movie. Oh, what I other, think he's, what he admitted he that he made a mistake for that one in the sense that like it was almost not too personal and too weird for audiences or something. I, I was reading something where th- it wasn't this, a hit. No. no, but I think, and I think he admitted like that's the reason why. Like he kind of made it for him and not for audiences in this film. He was kind of like trying to do something that. Might have a little bit more. He's also uh, like, I don't know, was he in his 20s when he made both of these movies? Like, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, right? Um, he wasn't that old. Like, maybe he's in his 30s by the time he makes mm. this, but. Like, he, did, he did a great Criterion Closet, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you guys are near that. He knows his shit. Like, yeah. I, I've heard him talk about Billy Wilder before. and He's just holding, yeah. like, the whole time, this whole stack. Because other people use bags, and he's just holding, and it's, it's, it's huge, man, and it's awesome. Um, Anyways, I, I love Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I, I would recommend. Um, watch watching them all. I, I like. I don't know. With our uh, 1985, uh, w- w- <laughs> just a reminder that we're going to be doing our best uh, 1985 well, and 2021. And, and we got best of film and 2021. We're doing and then all of our other themed episodes every week. So yeah, we got a lot of shit to fit in. But but, um, but Bong yeah. is a guy. If you can fit in some other ones, mm. uh, they're all great. Um, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't let me down. So. Um. I, I, again, if if we're doing top ten directors of the twenty first century, how many of his films there? are in the Criterion Collection? At least two: A Parasite and this one, and that might be it. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I I think you know, he, and it's, it's not always down to two. Like it, some of its rights, right? Like yeah. they yeah. they can't just be like, I want that. Like Okja, maybe they would release, but Netflix, Netflix is, has it. You know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely a, a guy that. His track record is pretty stellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, hey, not many, no stinkers, right? Like no, no nothing. Like I, I'm probably I, I I haven't watched Barking Dogs again. I watched them yeah. all around the same time, uh, and Mother around the same time. So all three of those I haven't seen in in quite a while. Um, but that would be my lowest, and it's like a seven. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty. Uh, yeah, his track record. I don't know if there's there's few filmmakers that. Like have eight films that are all mm-hmm. great, so yeah, definitely got to keep. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking about him for long after. Um, yeah, I guess that was our first homework episode. Thank you, Adam. For, yeah, I'm exhausted uh, picking yeah, it. Right? <laughs> I've been in Kyle's seat, having to worry about all this goddamn trivia. Catbird seat, baby. My least favorite thing, and I think everybody, you guys both, I'm not a huge like. I'd rather you just watch the movie than tell you about the the plot. I get really, but so. I, uh, I, it, I, I really had to make good notes this week yeah. to make sure the the plot was was in there. It's probably like a two sentence, like a bunch of jerks trying to find a killer in <laughs> Korea. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I should have. Sh- that should have been my opening. <laughs> Anyways, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Yeah, Facebook, we got a group page, like page. Uh, come discuss and recommend. Uh, maybe I think we kind of know what films of his we need to watch, but maybe films more like this, maybe more Korean films. Mm. That, yeah, that, that, the new whole, Korean cinema, cinema is something I'd there, like to dive there's into. There's a lot. Yeah. Like, it seems like a lot of great films are coming out of Korea. And is, again, is there's so many. Korea? 
Hmm? Um, old boy Korean or is it yes? A, I feel yeah. like it is. Yeah, that's Chan. Uh, yeah. Chan Wook. That might be another one. That could be like a trilogy we yeah. could probably do. Like that might be interesting. Yeah, there's yeah. just and again, some a lot of that kind of gets like lost because some of it, you know, it mm-hmm. it comes over here and unless it is one of these, you know, filmmakers that has a film that you know becomes a hit and then everyone knows about his filmography, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of like you don't find out about until ten years from now. I think it's starting to become more, a, ma- yeah, a, a bigger thing where everyone's realized like, oh, yeah. since the late '90s, they've been making. Some just un- and they, you know probably before as well, but now they're they've got a machinery yeah. over there where they they have really skilled quality yeah. people, just not directors, but everybody that's working on the movies. Yeah. All the actors are great. Um, I know there's yeah. a more Asian cinema in general, but I'm trying to think of the name of the company. But there's like a company, uh, and they release like fucking twenty five Blu-rays every month. Oh wow! I, and you haven't heard of any of them. But again, I'm sure there's tons of gems in there, but it's like, where do you start? It's so overwhelming. Anyway, so if you guys have any recommendations, uh, yeah, that'd be we're, great definitely, to hear. Uh, we're definitely up for it. And we're uh, we're at Movie City Maniacs on um, Instagram. The Gram. The Gram. Uh, the kids say the Gram or the Insta. It's all about know. the Gram. I was thinking I was like a 20-year-old a couple of years back who's probably like now 30. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah. Now, Instagram is for old people now, guys. Yeah, exactly. It's that's all, why we're starting about, to get an audience. It's all, it's all about TikToks. <laughs> TikTok. That's what we got. But we need Dan or someone to run that. We yeah. need TikTok. We need someone hip like Dan. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for picking us. Yeah. This and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. I guess we're going to be doing our starting our February uh, erotic thriller. Writing um, time for Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Stay studious. Bye.